0: Welcome to the Farm Credit Advocates Podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Rohr, Outreach and Educational Program Specialist at Mid-Atlantic Farm Credit. Joining me today are two great guests, Amy Rowe and Leah Peterson. Amy Rowe is a familiar face from our Salisbury, Maryland branch. She is a farm kid at heart, growing up on a large cattle operation in Alabama her family also had poultry houses raising both broilers and broiler breeders. Currently, Amy lives on a small farm in Somerset County, Maryland, with her husband. She is passionate about helping young and beginning farmers to find success and works hard to stay connected with her local young farmer community. Amy has been working in agricultural lending for over nine years. Leah Peterson is Marilyn FSA's Farm Loan Specialist. She grew up on a small dairy and crop farm in central Minnesota, and while she's most familiar with Holstein's, she has a soft spot in her heart for jerseys. She began with FSA 20 years ago in Minnesota and moved to Maryland 11 years ago with her husband and two children. She is passionate about helping farmers succeed, grow and transition through developing solid business plans, managing debts and budgeting, while striving for the right solution for each operation. Please help me welcome both Leah and Amy to the podcast.
1: Hey everybody. Hi everyone.
0: So let's get started. What does FSA stand for in agriculture and what is the mission?
2: So FSA strives to be both a partner and a resource in agriculture through risk management, finance, conservation, and disaster aid programs. Our mission is to equitably serve all farmers and ranchers and agricultural partners that we work with. We do this through effective and efficient delivery of these agricultural programs for all Americans.
0: As a new farmer, where should someone start if they're just getting to know FSA and we know that you know finding the right loans in the beginning of starting out a farm can be really tricky. Can you share with us how your farm loan discovery tool works and where people can find it?
2: Sure. So depending on how people like to start, some might prefer to research some basic information before they actually speak to someone to help generate some questions of their own. And they can do that online. The website is www.fsa.usda.gov forward slash. They'll find a host of information about both farm programs overall and our farm loan programs. They can explore and determine programs for themselves or just write down some questions they might have about the programs that they're interested in. Then they can connect with an FSA employee and they can ask them questions. They can tell them about their operation or what they're planning. And the employees can link them with either other resources. They can explain programs that are available and point them in the right direction to get started. Our farm loan teams are not located in each service center, but there is a farm loan team that's assigned assigned to each service center. And so contacting your local office is the best place to start and they can connect you with your loan team. So the Farm Loan Discovery Tool is excellent. It is located at www.farmers.gov forward slash loans forward slash farm hyphen loan hyphen discovery hyphen tool forward slash. So you have five simple questions that you answer just directly off the screen. And when you click the button, To get your results, it will give you several links. The Application Quick Guide is your primary resource and it will include information about the loan process, um, the partnering um, with a loan officer, so it has a link on there to help you locate where your loan officer is at and give you contact information for them. It gives you eligibility requirements and just a checklist based on the question or your answers to the questions. And it has a link also for the applicable application. So if you're looking at buying a farm versus buying equipment or livestock, it'll direct you to the appropriate application as well.
0: That sounds like a great tool and a great resource for, I mean, all farmers really to pay attention to, to be able to hop on there and check it out and get some, some instant gratification with some direction and, and help with expertise. So what types of loans do you offer?
2: FSA offers both direct and guaranteed loans. Directly, we offer a variety of programs. Farm ownership loans, beginning farmer down payment loans, farm operating loans, and youth loans are the primary programs. The farm ownership loans are used primarily to purchase or to improve real estate. The limit of that is $600,000. And the term of that loan is based over on the life of the security, but a maximum of 40 years. As part of that loan program is the participation loan, and that is working with another lender providing up to 50% of the funds. And so this is one of the programs that we frequently work with another lender, like Farm Credit, um, to expand someone's opportunities to buy a larger property. The Beginning Farmer Down Payment Program is an excellent program for someone that needs a down payment. It is a 20-year term maximum, and while the applicant is required to provide 5% cash down, FSA can provide up to 45% of the purchase price, and another lender come in with 50%. FSA's portion is at a 1.5% interest rate at this current time, so it's, a, it's an excellent interest rate for a 20-year term loan to just assist them in getting started. And then our operating loans can be used to purchase livestock, equipment, to pay for a reorganization of a, of a business, um, for closing costs, to refinance some farm-related debts. And then our youth loan program is available to youth that are between the ages of 10 and 20. And it's a $5,000 loan program and it's specifically geared towards youth that are sponsored by a project advisor. So they're involved in 4-H or FFA, a uh, tribal youth organization or something similar in agriculture. And they're using the loan funds for an income-producing ag-related educational project. So those are kind of our primary programs and they are available to everyone that meets the eligibility requirements.
0: Yeah, that's a great way to explain your different loan types. And I heard you use two terms that I think we want to talk a little more about. Um, So can you explain the difference between direct and guaranteed loan programs? Because those two terms sometimes can be a little tricky to understand.
2: So direct means that you're going to work directly with farm service agency. So FSA underwrites the loan, we fund the loan, and we service the loan. That's kind of the distinction there where the guaranteed loan program the lenders are actually FSA's customer. So borrowers are going to work directly with a lender for the application process and while there is an application that comes to FSA, it comes from the lender.
0: Now I feel like I'm crystal clear. So for many farmers, you know, we know startup funds can be a big challenge. Um, So does FSA provide any startup resources for beginning farmers? And if so, can you tell us more about them?
2: So we have a couple of different programs that are geared specifically towards beginning farmers. And while all of our programs are available to them, they have what's called priority funding. So any of our loan programs have a pot of money that's set aside just for beginning farmers. So there's there's not a specific program to qualify for that. Just by being a beginning farmer, having 10 years or less of experience operating, they would qualify as a beginning farmer in most cases and would have funds available to them specifically as a beginning farmer. Now the program that I mentioned earlier, the um, down payment program, that loan is specifically for beginning farmers and um, socially disadvantaged groups. And so that one is not available to someone that's been farming for more than 10 years. They have to be a beginning farmer. And one additional thing that's required is that they cannot own more than 30% The size of the farm can't be more than 30% of the average sized farm in the county where they're trying to buy a farm. However, that program is specific for beginning farmers.
0: So what's the difference between a microloan and a regular farm loan?
2: So our microloan program can be both a farm ownership loan, which they can use to purchase a loan towards the down payment of a property, The microloan operating loan can be used to purchase equipment, livestock, anything that our regular operating loan program can be used for. The difference is that the microloan program has a limit of $50,000, however, the application requirements and in most cases the eligibility requirements are less restrictive, so it makes the program available to folks that maybe otherwise wouldn't meet our eligibility requirements. Specifically in um, our operating loan program, just as an example, the microloan program requirements for experience, typically someone would need to have an operating cycle of experience to meet our eligibility for an operating loan. However, with the microloan program, if they're working with someone through the SCORE program or they're in an apprenticeship situation, they can qualify for the micro loan just by the fact that they're part of that apprenticeship or part of that SCORE program and um, don't yet have a, you know, a, an operating cycle worth of experience.
0: You know, my big takeaway from the start of the conversation is that there's a lot of different opportunities out there and really starting that conversation and getting down you know the right path depending on your intentions of what you're trying to make an investment in or the project that you're trying to work towards your end goals it's important to start that conversation early um, and get good feedback and guidance um, you know as as young and beginning small farmers continue down this path. Join us in celebrating young, beginning, small, minority, and veteran farmers from March 20th to the 26th. Be sure to check out our new podcast miniseries, Educational Resources, and follow us on social for ways to reconnect. So Amy, can you share with us a time when Farm Credit and FSA would work together on a direct loan program?
1: I mean, I think Leah mentioned it with the joint financing. We do a lot of joint financing for farm ownership loans with FSA, where maybe someone comes in, they're looking for a piece of property, whether that's a poultry farm, that's just cropland, it could be, you know, a homestead, whatever that is, that's for their farm operation. And we require 20% down that's a farm credit standard. It's most commercial lender standards. If not, some other lenders do a little bit more, but so 20% down and land prices are high. So to purchase a farm 20% down can be a burden on, on folks. So we can go to FSA and say, you know, this person's been working on their operation and they meet your eligibility requirements. We need help with that financing can you participate in joint financing with us? And so that allows someone that may not be able to purchase land actually be able to purchase land with both FSA and farm credit as their lenders. Another good example is maybe you started with FSA and you, know, you started out with an operating loan with FSA on rented ground, something like that, and you've really started building your operation and your net worth. And you're ready to go to a commercial lender for that next step. We may still come back to FSA and say, you know, this customer is looking to purchase land. They've worked with you before. We just need a little assistance to purchase this piece of property. So we could do it where FSA does, you know, 50%, 30% of the purchase. It kind of depends on what that customer needs. And then we can finance the rest. So it really goes back to, what's the best option for that customer? And that's what we're looking for.
0: So we've we've kind of talked about like where to start, right? Like all of these different options. And now we're down to talking about some different paths and some different journeys that we see people um, head on. And so Amy, can you tell us more when farm credit may request a guarantee?
1: So farm credit may request a guarantee when we're looking at a loan application and it's going through underwriting and maybe that application just doesn't meet all of our credit requirements. So maybe equity is a little low or something of that nature. We can actually utilize FSA's guarantee program as a tool in our toolbox to make a stronger package and make a possible, like, denial of a loan an actual approval. So it allows us to make credit decisions that without an FSA guarantee, we may not. So it's just a mitigating risk factor. It's basically commercial credit with assistance from FSA. So it allows you to have a commercial loan with firm credit but it gives us a little bit of a benefit of having a guarantee in case something does happen with the loan. So it allows us to be more comfortable with the credit decision and allows us to make loans that we may not make without that guarantee.
0: So it sounds like for many young and beginning small farmers, there's you know kind of two types of loans to consider, one being this direct loan type and the other being guaranteed. Now that we've learned all about that, So Leah, it sounds like they're they're kind of two different paths, right? Um, Can you walk us through the process of applying and receiving either a direct or guaranteed loan? Because I would assume those paths might be a little bit different.
2: Indeed. So the direct loan, although I guess both paths technically start with a conversation. So you wanna start by talking to your loan officer um, and having a conversation about your operation or your planned operation and what you want to do. So that the loan officer can kind of guide you into whether it could be a direct or a guarantee sometimes. The direct path, you're going to have that conversation with the loan officer and it's going to result in an application. And that application has several forms that they can assist you um, in completing answering questions, you'll provide that application and uh, information that's required. And when that application is complete, which you do have 30 days to do, and there's a process of you know communication between the loan officer and the applicant uh, during that time. And once the application is complete, then the loan officer does have a environmental review that has to happen, they determine eligibility, they determine feasibility, and write up or document and create a narrative about the operation and how the operation meets our requirements. And that process, the regulation affords 60 days for the loan officer to do that. We work diligently to try and keep that as close to 30 days as possible but there is a possibility that it could result in 60 days. If there are some environmental things that have to be addressed, then you'll be notified with a phone call and a letter and they will receive it and there's a response form and they have 15 days to respond to the loan approval letter which will give them conditions of the loan. And it's important to read those conditions so that they're aware of what needs to happen. It gives them next steps they need to take And then they'll continue to communicate with their loan officer moving towards closing. So that's direct loan applications. The guaranteed application process is a little bit different. So the guaranteed application comes to FSA from the lender. And Farm Credit is considered one of our preferred lenders, meaning they work with FSA Guaranteed Program a lot. And so they have a lot of experience and FSA has approved what we call a credit management system. So Farm Credit operates off of their own credit management system that's been approved by FSA. And because they do that, they have a more limited requirement in what they have to provide to FSA. So they provide us with a narrative and just a couple of additional things that are reviewed by the loan officer and really turned around within 14 days to get a decision back to the to the loan officer. And again, there's communication between FSA and and the lender, but within that 14-day period, they have a decision and then the lender can move forward with the with the applicant.
0: I
1: think the nice part about Farm Credit and our relationship with FSA is, you know, Leah talked about going to your local FSA office or your local FSA loan officer and talking about different options for the types of loans you may need for your operation or want for your operation, but it goes both ways. So it could be that you come to Farm Credit and you have a business plan with how you want to grow your operation or start your operation. And we may say like, this looks great, but we may need assistance from FSA as well. So it goes both ways back and forth of how we can work together to really provide the best loan package for someone to make sure that they're successful.
0: Yeah, I think key things that both of you talked about, you know, starting the conversation and, you know, reaching out to those folks in your local networks, but then also realizing that a lot of these resources work together. And so depending on what your needs are to find success um, may determine what path you're down. Um, and you know, everybody's path as a young beginning farmer is different. So it's good to keep in mind as you walk down uh, this journey um, to just be open-minded um, and, and, and to find the right solutions that fit your needs as you move forward. So besides farm loan programs, Leah, um, what other programs or resources does FSA offer?
2: FSA offers other farm programs in risk management like our dairy margin coverage program or the non-insured assistance program. It also offers disaster programs including emergency loans. It has a conservation reserve program to help protect our natural resources. And there are additional programs which in each of these categories that are geared to mitigate market risks and just recover from natural disasters and things that are negatively impacting our farmers out there.
0: Yeah, so lots of tools, um, additional tools. Even if you're maybe not a young and beginning farmer and you're you're tuning in and listening to us, um, lots of of opportunities out there to connect with resources. Um, and other um, agricultural professionals to help support your goals. So, Amy, as young and beginning farmers make their start, what are some good business management practices you encourage as a loan officer?
1: I probably encourage the most if you're just starting out, or no matter where you are in your process of your operation, you know, first and foremost, have a business plan um we have business plan resources on our website but also within that i really encourage and support folks understanding what their true cash flow is and what that really looks like so what is your true income of your operation and what's your true expenses i think once you know what your average income is and what your average expenses are you can project what your next year is going to look like and be able to really see, you know, before you even come to a loan officer whether that's FSA or farm credit, you can come and say like this is what I'm projecting as my income, this is what I'm projecting as my expenses because I have xyz data that goes along with it and this is what my net profit's going to be and I think I can afford xyz whatever that is. So it allows you, if you want a new piece of equipment or if you're looking to purchase land, you can feel comfortable with that decision before you even come to
0: a loan officer. Excellent advice and uh, guidance for, you know, our young and beginning farmers that are just starting out. So as we wrap up today, I'm gonna ask both Amy and Leah our sign off question. um, And we end every podcast with this question. So what do you advocate for in agriculture?
1: I really believe, and I mean, it's the mid-Atlantic region as well, but there's room at the table for all types of agriculture, and there takes all different types of ag to make the world go round and to feed the world, and it's really important that we all sit at the table together.
0: Leah, how about you?
2: So just to kind of piggyback off of what Amy said, shes it's so true, and we have a growing urban ag community that we see it's just really growing in this area close to the dc area and baltimore and there is just room at the table for everyone and i think we all are recognizing the need for food supply to be available coming off of this pandemic especially and having a communicate or having open communication with lenders and other resources can afford you opportunities to grow and to start up and be successful.
0: Thanks Amy and Leah for joining us. For more information about FSA visit www.fsa.usda.gov forward slash. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast with a friend. To get podcast notes and to subscribe to email alerts, visit mafc.com forward slash podcast. Send any topic or guest suggestions to podcast at mafc.com.